0: Ready?
1: Hello. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you to all of our listeners. You're listening to the Rhythm and Pixels video game music podcast. The podcast where we listen to great video game music and talk about it. Listen to it. Get into it. Purnell fumbles with his headphones. By the way... My name
2: is. (laughs) There you are. My name is Chief Pickles.
1: My (laughs) name is Rob Nichols. And with me, as always, (laughs) is the man, Um, Irma Pernell Vaughn. Pernell Vaughn. How you been?
2: I've been doing all right, actually. Just, you know, kicking back, relaxing,
1: working, working, working. Yeah, I got that. Having a weird bit of gaming apathy lately, too. Well, I got to tell you. So we were just talking about this right before the show. You were saying you weren't really, like, you think about, like, I'm going to play a game tonight. And then you sit down and you're like, I don't feel like playing anything. Or you're not not sure what to play. I'm about to throw the gauntlet down. Enter the Gungeon, Chamber 3. You got to the third one? Do it. You got to the third one? Yes. Oh dear lord. Yeah, that a challenge it, for me then. And cause. I did it with the pilot character, so um yeah, that the gauntlet's aren't just get the chamber three. I got you know what it was? I got the chamber three and then it was too late and I actually just turned it off. That I, I was having an amazing run, then I was like, I'll get back there some other time, yeah. and, and I haven't done it yet. Yeah, that gave me <laughs> some kind of save feature. Yeah.
2: Like, what's his face has like a uh, like uh, Dungeons of the Endless. You know, I'd be mad if I had to cut that off.
1: <laughs> it, I know, but that, that's like that's like that is the game, though. You know, it's like that's like you go as far as you can. So that that's it. That's that's your goal. Get to uh-huh. just to get to the third chamber. So mm-hmm. my only advice to you is play as the pilot. So things are cheaper in the shop. That is handy. But I like the Huntress. She has a crossbow and That's a dog. Good. But what happens, um, so first chamber, don't spend any money until you get right up to the boss. And don't fight the boss unless you have a good rapid fire weapon. And if you don't find one, buy one. Unless they're not selling one, in which case, wah, wah. Restart. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. So yeah, that, that's what I've been doing. Um, also, I've been listening to um, lots of new music. I've, on our uh, indie games episode, we listened to um, a track from the game uh, "Not a Hero" by the artist Dubmood. And then on one of our uh, one of our other podcast friends, the Impulse Project, where they talk about scene music and chip tunes, uh, Dubmood. I've been downloading his albums. Um, you know they're like ten bucks, five bucks for like you know all of his albums. Not all of his albums, for, for per album, and they're just so good. I think you'd be really into it, Purnell It's very, um, it's it's not as chip tuny as it is like '80s synth, like dark synth pop. Like it's like really dark synth pop. So it's like imagine mm. like a Commodore 64 in a new wave band with like I think French vocals. You're just sign. You're just selling this to me. I know. I think. That, yeah, I think you'd be into it. <laughs> All right, so today is episode 3-9. Oh boy. And our topic is interesting. Um, we're doing uh, intro music or opening music or title music. So everything that happens like before the game or like where you go to press start. If you
2: sit down and you turn the system on and then go make yourself a drink, this is what you'll be listening to while the game's doing its own thing. And heaven forbid if you happen to sit down and you know watch the thing, you might even be, you know, Treat it to a wonderful intro is to go along with the great tunes. And unfortunately, they're typically underrated or underappreciated when people are getting nostalgic for tunes they like. Yeah. So we thought this would be a great idea for an episode to bring some tunes that are under-talked about to the forefront for you, the listener, to enjoy. Right, so for our first picks, they're going to be our own
1: intros. Now, just to come, make sure we get this clarified, these are intros from games. Yeah, these are title screen intro music, but... They're for us. So it's yes. like we chose this music for ourselves. Mm-hmm. So, ladies, gentlemen, mostly Tables. ladies, I introduce to you, Pernell. <laughs>
2: It's Purnell! How's it going, everybody? <laughs> um, the track you just listened to is from the game Soul at Mirage, and it is called Awaken, and
1: it is written and composed by... Oh, Katsuhiko Suzuki, uh, Jun Irie, and Hideki Matsutake.
2: Well, aside from the fact that the track is just... it feels makes you feel so good,
1: but... Uh, yeah, that's a really feel-good kind of track. It's like a... Almost had like a TV theme song kind of thing going on. Yeah. Is there and, a reason like you wanted like TV type theme for yourself?
2: Well, the first thought I had when I was trying to come up with a track was like, it was to be, I do want it to be something that has a feel good feel to it. And this tr- game, both the video and the song, I think would fit in the sense that I feel like I'm the type of person, if you know me who I might have my own problems to deal with and have my own concerns mm-hmm. but when it comes down to being around people i care about and around friends i walk in with a smile and i want to help i want to make other people feel good and help like- them with their problems all right i like that yeah and the whole premise behind her is that she is awakened in a world gone completely bonkers and her purpose is to essentially reset the world like she is tasked mm-hmm. with going to the, co- the world's core and resetting it back to actual a functional state, so sh- she's trying to help the world be reborn. Um, and she's a very cheerful character, sarcastic character, too. <laughs> um, but she's also got some sadness in there, too. And
1: it's uh, it's just it's, it's just freaking glorious. And I think it suits me pretty well. It does, it's got that guitar that you like, that kind of whaley kind of guitar. Oh, yeah, but along with like that kind of fun, like Cynthy.
2: Here's Pernell!
1: Yeah, it ends with a, here's Pernell! <laughs> <laughs> it, it,
2: it, it totally fits. It totally fits. So, I'm sticking with it. I mean, this. I mean, who knows? Five months from now, if we do this episode again, maybe something else will just suddenly pop it in my head, but this is been, has been a staple for me since the game came out. I want to
1: say, that is uh, that is Pernell's
2: song. And, and <laughs> this and Balrog's theme from back in the day. Yeah, actually, yeah,
1: I cannot stop. Associating you with Balrog's theme from Cave Story Which I think is the best
2: <laughs> Now now when he bursts into the room You're like, hey Fears pretty Oh wait, that's the one that <laughs> So now that my show has been run through yeah. Or rather it's begun Let's yeah. turn the channel a little bit And step on over to the Rob Nichols hour And <laughs> um, the track that would go along with that Well, you'll just have to listen and see Or I guess if ears had eyes you could see But whatever, check it out
1: You're back. That was Atsui Kado from the game Rival Schools United by Fate for the uh, PlayStation by Takumi Osawa. That's uh that's my intro theme. It's so, um tell us yeah. a bit
2: more. So where, where where was your inspiration for
1: that? Um I was thinking about Kill a Kill, the anime Kill a Kill. Really? And then I was like, you know what, you know who did this better?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Rival School.
1: Rival School did it better than you. No, 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 no. I was like, yeah, we you know, like a video game version. Anyway, I, I, I loved this game when it came out because it was just so bizarre. It was so weird. And then the intro theme is just as weird as the rest of the game. I adore it though, I really do. Oh, it's so good. It's got like that cool kinda of, like waka guitar. And it's just a good intro song. Like you kinda of, you walk into this music. And then like when the guy belts into the uh into the into the uh, the chorus, like he's got like this operatic like, thing <laughs> on his voice going on. It's a memorable song too because I
2: I haven't heard this since the '90s, and the moment like the second verse kicked in, I knew the words like it was just there, embedded in my you know the back of my head, waiting to be brought back up to the <laughs> forefront. You look at like
1: I I remembered it. it. I can't explain it. It is such a crazy song. I think it just it's so much fun, and it's got so much emotion to it for no reason, <laughs> and that's why... Well, they're united by fate to united save their by fate. school district. So it's a fighting game. Capcom was like, let's make a 3D fighting game, a 2D-style played 3D fighting game, where all of the characters are like cliques in a school. So like, I think um, they're in different schools too. I think of different schools. There's like, of course, there's like an evil school and a good school. And you f- you can play as the principal of the school. You can play as a guy on the soccer team, a guy on the baseball team. And it's just so strange, but it, it was so much fun. And they, they made a sequel for the Dreamcast, which I thought the song was for was um Project Justice. And they brought back, I think the guy, I think he was a guidance counselor, <laughs> the guy in the white suit. They brought, Are you he, talking about Kiyosuke with the glasses? Yeah, Kiyosuke. Yeah, they brought him back into um, Capcom SNK too Cross um, in, in the arcade. But that's the last time I saw him or any any Rival Schools characters from any other Capcom game. They bring back so many franchises into Street Fighter and into all these other games, but they have not brought back Rival Schools
2: characters. They've abandoned a lot of franchises in their fighting catalog. Honestly, it's kind of sad. I think it's time.
1: I think I know. I've I've read forums, of course, and like you know like remember comment tech- threads where people are like bring back the uh, you know Darkstalkers and Vampire Savior but remember Tech Romancer mm-hmm. oh, no was Tech Romancer the yeah, it was one a, with- it was a mecha
2: beat em up on no, Dream yeah no oh, no I don't remember that at all it was <laughs> awesome sounds really fun we should play that one yeah it was a great game I mean like Capcom I mean for all for all to the purpose as much grief as, grief as people give Capcom in the present day their past catalog was just baller. Like oh, they had cool. fighting games upon fighting games. And even if you didn't Honest. like fighting games,
1: there would always be that one.
2: <laughs> that would just be so weird.
1: Oh yeah, they did like the, this they, one. They did the Jojo's Bizarre Adventure fighter on the same hardware they did the Third Strike, uh, Street Fighter Three Third Strike. And um it really great animation for such a strange game. And the gameplay on that was bizarre also, so for me, this was actually the fighting game that got me to try to play fighting games. Oh, yeah? Like,
2: yeah. I bought this in ninety eight and when we were in the dorms, there were like rivalries that built up with some of my friends in the dorms. We would have matches like four in the morning, <laughs> guy would call me while we're studying at like three AM. He's like, Yup, I'm like, I'm up. He's like, I'm coming down. Gotta, like, we gotta fight to win.
1: it's like, like rival schools in the school.
2: Yes, I love like, it. My friend Mike, he would use the principal and the nurse and I would <laughs> oh, use that's right. the biker girl and Hinata. And oh, uh the biker girl was great. Oh, Akira was the Akira, one. Akira,
1: yeah, she was awesome.
2: And um then my other friend, Chris, he used the baseball guy yeah, he and he good. used the basically the Roy, I think his name was. And uh then my brother just used baseball guy, Shoma, and we all hated him because it was just baseballs, baseball, 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 <laughs> it, baseball. It traumatized us. Baseball. <laughs> he could do it.
1: <laughs> he could do it. <laughs> that was a call back to Kingdom Hearts. Uh a little bit of Zach Braff for you. All right, so that was our personal intros. Let's get into our music. Although that was, those were some great intros. Yes, they were. Now I want to get back
2: to writing the show to go around this. I mean, I already have a, a buddy cop drama that I'm writing with a buddy of my friend of mine now. Oh, you could slip that in there, maybe slip it in silhouette <laughs> Mirage*. But right. uh, so what, what's your next track then? Um, the next one is going to be an equally funny one, but I love the track to death. It will be the intro game theme to the game Mystical Ninja 64 starring Goemon. Ooh, nice. And it is called Theme of Gomberay Goemon. Gombere Goemon. That's the one. Gombere. <laughs> That's the ticket.
0: <laughs>
1: All right.
2: We are back. I love that song so much. (laughs) Um, You are listening to the theme of Gombre Goemon from the game Mystical Ninja 64 starring Goemon, written and composed by Hironobu Kaguyama. This track... You couldn't hear it, but I was singing the entire thing. I recorded part of that. Don't worry about it. Oh, dear God, don't you. <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> it's, this is another track I've ever heard since the 90s, aside from obviously choosing it today for the show. And uh, yes, it has resonated. It's stuck with me so much that I know the whole thing. Um, I used to listen to this, my friend Anthony and I, back in high school. We recorded the soundtrack of this game off the TV onto cassette
1: tapes and we will listen to it during math class. So this so this full Japanese track was in the American release? Yep. Oh, that's cool. Was it actually... I know it was called Mystical Ninja. Was, that, was it actually called, called Gomberi Goemon?
2: In, no, it was in, called in, Mystical Ninja starring Goemon, but... Because at this point They fixed Well Capcom originally Tried to call him Kid Ying And his partner Dr. Yang oh,
1: That's so bad
2: And Yin and Yang It was terrible man It was <laughs> Come terrible on. Come on and Thankfully when they Released this verse This game For the Four, They finally said Just give them The Japanese names Because those names Were dumb yeah. Um So it was He's still Mystical Ninja They don't go by Gombre Goemon But his name is Goemon in the games now And his buddy's name Is Ibisumaru And then there's Yay, And there's Sasuke Um Fantastic games. Um, They have an interesting quirk to them, and this theme... I don't even, it's
1: hard to say if it really captures the gains, but it's definitely a wonderful thing to listen to. I really, I really enjoyed that. Again, it had that, that TV theme gone. it had the TV theme of way more than your first track, I think. Well, I think because the vocals were there. I was imagining, like, the characters kind of showing up and waving through a window, well, and it then below it said, starring, come where go, Well,
2: they kind of almost do, because they do, you know how, like, TV shows when they did intros, they would have, like, when they introduced the person they'd be like the like, person like, the mom would be stirring the pot and then the, she would see she's looking at the camera she's like oh! and she smiles yeah. just like starring Harry uh, Stimson
1: too many cooks <laughs> exactly
2: <laughs> so like the intro would be like for Abyssumaru he's like eating a bunch of like like you know like, meat buns and Goemon I can't remember what he's doing Ye's just running across a rooftop oh, that's awesome and Sasuke's like doing a robot thing but like <laughs> they're very quick cuts to say here's the guys it's Goemon Abyssumaru and then they have, you know, Dory no Mine jumping into Impact, the robot. And it's, it's an awesome freaking intro. And, of course, at the end, as it leads to the end, it kind of
1: show, I think it shows them all together okay. like a TV show intro would do. I See, at first I thought you were, like, making up something. No! But, like, this is all... And this happens. This happens. This is great. It's a freaking...
2: It, I would watch this over and over again. And it's good to hear, like, full audio in a cartridge game, too. And that was about to test the other thing. Yeah. Like, the PlayStation 1 was out by then. But... I still, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, people, but this intro, when it came, when this game came out and this intro was on it, it was very unique because games weren't doing a lot of intros, like, especially not like, Nintendo yeah, games. The only other one
1: I could think of on the N64 off the top of my head is Conker's Bad Fur Day. Yeah, but that was
2: well into the system's
1: life at that point. Yeah, yeah.
2: So, like, we're talking, again, this was,
1: like, I said this was in high
2: school, so, like, Rival Schools came out in, like, 98 on the PlayStation. Um. Mm-hmm. This game came out, had to have come out in 97 or 96. 97, most likely. Um, so you figure before the PlayStation even took off, this game had an intro with video and lyrics to the music like you weren't getting unless you were playing a Sega CD or a Turbo Graphics. Yeah,
1: that's impressive.
2: So it was really awesome to get that. And
1: it kept the Japanese charm of the original game. They didn't try to quirk it up. Well, Goemon's a very like likable, like a Goemon's a very popular likable character. This is true. Yeah. But
2: back then, I'm not sure he was. I think they had to take the chance and say, "Hey, we oh, can." There s- were there
1: were mystical ninja games that came out on the Genesis, right? In the mm, just the SNES
2: had a bunch, and the, I think the NES even may have had one or two. But the US only got the very first SNES game, oh, and we were we were okay. cheated on all the others. So, when this came out, I was kind of surprised we even got it in the first place. But uh, it, was, it, was, it was jamming. I love it. Um, all the music in the game is quirky and fun. Um, there's actually two other songs with vocals in the game that are both good. It's the Robots intro theme song. And there's a theme song for the villains. Oh, that's cool! So it's 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 really
1: good. Well, I'm going to keep it on the um, on the Japanese tip. I found an uh, intro theme to a Super Famicom only game. It's called Dae Tonosama Apari Ishiban by. Um, actually, I was just looking for music by the composer that I love. The composer who worked with Sunsoft and did the soundtrack to Gimmick, uh, Masashi Kageyama. I think this we're
2: is for a treat then, if it was Gimmick.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I was like, "Oh, I love, I, I love this guy. He, this guy can write some super catchy melodies. And this song is just so much fun. It's like really percussive, and it uses a lot of like the weird voice samples from the game. Anyway, I'm just gonna play it. You enjoy it. Um, this is the title theme to Dai Tonosama Apari Ichiban for the Super Famicom. That was the title screen to Daei Tonosama Apare Ichiban for the Super Famicom Famicom by one of my very, very favorite composers, uh, the composer of the Sunsoft Classic gimmick. This is Masashi Kageyama. So yeah, Um, I was looking for more music by this composer, um, particularly music Outside of the NES, because Gimmick came out at the very like end of the NES era, and then this came out in 1995.
2: And just to put in perspective for folks who are probably wondering, you know, what is this game? I can tell you for one, the intro, the game looks to be just as wacky as that intro we just listened to. Um, if you've ever played the classic Pocky and Rocky, or even Mystical Ninja's side scrolling stages on the SNES, this game plays very similar to that and you're like a weak guy who's swinging a fan but he also buffs up and he flexes to attack people. It's very strange yeah, to look. It's at. all
1: like it looks like feudal Japan style but like really like overhead running around um, like kind of like Ikari warriors but you're just smacking people with a fan.
2: It is it's it's, it it's ridiculous. Looks really
1: funny but the music is so catchy. It's got I love this little the little section Ah, and then at the yeah, and then it actually has an ending to it. I thought it would just loop, but it actually has a second part to it where it uses different like weird vocal samples.
2: I like the vocal samples that are on here. To be honest with you, it it has a
1: weird sort of panache to it. It, it makes me wonder if it, if that's Masashi Kageyama like sped up, like his actual way. <laughs> yeah, maybe I don't know.
2: He said, only you. <laughs> <laughs> I like this. I was listening to it. That's why I had to figure out what this game was about because again, he showed me earlier but I didn't put two into the gas. He thought he was showing me just a game. I didn't realize it was this game. So I was like, what is this weird game? What weird game could encapsulate this track? I gotta learn it. And I went and found some footage of the game and yeah, it's crazy. Uh, it was it's funny. Yeah, got, I, and they're
1: just stacked on each other's shoulders and stuff. Yeah, it's bizarre. I think yeah, I think for as goofy as the game is, like the they wanted to make a the goofy soundtrack. And um and I think for Super Nintendo it has a really crisp sound to it too. Which you, got, you don't always get you don't always get that, like really good sounding drums.
2: Yeah. I mean I I think missions was accomplished on
1: that. Endeavor. So Thank you. All right, so um let's move on. What is your next track? Well, I'm going with another favorite that
2: I found myself letting the game loop to over and over again growing (laughs) up when I came across it. This is the intro to the game Guardian Heroes, and it is titled Open Your Heart, not to be confused with Sonic Adventure. (laughs) Um, So Open Your Heart from Guardian Heroes. Check it out.
1: Guardian Heroes is filmed before a live studio audience. <laughs> it is. Brought to you in part by Sega. Sega. No. That was a uh, what was it what was the name of the track? Open Your Heart. Open Your Heart. That was by Katsuhiko Suzuki and Norio Hanzawa. A game made and developed by
2: Treasure just like Silent Mirage, so fitting that they'd have the same composer. Yeah, right, yeah. Now one interesting thing to mention about this track is that, as awesome as it sounds, the intro video that accompanied it matched it perfectly. Like, when things happened in the video, the music accompanied it. And it really, again, like he made the joke about live studio audience, this was also like a, car, a TV <laughs> show intro. Like, it's right now, it's swaying over the countryside. You know, sun's kind of rising. And it gets to a certain point And In a three Two One Title screen And it shows Guardian heroes With the logo And then it goes Into a character Intro session Where it's like You know Each character Doing a thing You know The mage Is playing with a staff The fighter Is a fighter swordsman's like I got a sword And the
1: cleric Was like in the kitchen Stirring a pot Then looks up And smiles Yeah exactly Uh,
2: Hi I'm mixing a Mixing a miracle I don't know Um (laughs) And then of course after the but now it's still showing all the heroes at this point. And it stopped do 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 and now it starts showing the villains. This is when the I villains are. Oh, so the
1: villains get the cool keyboard solo.
2: Yep. Oh man. And it shows like a montage of all the villains. <laughs> and it's now it shows like one of the army, another uh, one of the army groups that's in the game. Another army group. And now the heroes and the villains are fighting. <laughs> it's
1: awesome! Oh man, I'm telling you, this this thing's it gives you that chills. Be, wouldn't that be like that'd be awesome if I like the intro to like Family Matters where it shows you like you know
2: Urkel and Carl fighting. Yeah, there's
1: Carl and there's little intro, and then there's Urkel and Urkel's like smiling and waving, and then the second half of the song they're just like beating each other up.
2: No, 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 they're working together against the Urkel's evil arch nemesis from across town because they're Urkelbot. Yeah, Urkelbot goes rogue and they're fighting against Urkelbot and his minions. Right, because um,
1: Urkelbot wants to live.
2: Yes. Yes. So Carl has his pistol
1: yes. and he's shooting at all the clones. Because Carl needs to protect the city and Urkel... And Urkel had took a potion that made him super nerd super Urkel. Yes. And he's fighting stuff. And he's no. racked with guilt for creating the robot that is going to destroy the city.
2: Yes, and of course, for some reason he still cares about Laura, so she's there somewhere. Yeah. And um <laughs> God, I hated Laura. And um and then of course Eddie God
1: I hated the entire Winslow family didn't darn like near. Eddie. it. Oh, who was Eddie's friend who was like Weasel was-, was awesome. Okay, so Weasel, right? He is a villain at first. Oh, he converts? He's working with Urkelbot, but but you learn season two that Urkelbot was um, blackmailing Weasel. Ah, that makes sense. He's holding his girl captive. That's right. But you but you only find out after Carl shoots him at the cliffhanger. I like this. Does he shit. survive? I haven't written up. I haven't written season two yet. So we're getting on this though. We're getting on that. <laughs> the family
2: matters. Action set piece and. Her- what would the-, the grandma would be a brawler? Oh man, she'd be tough. She'd be fighting with the cane, and she'd have crazy acrobatic oh, skills. Who the- was the
1: aunt? The aunt? Aunt Rachel. Aunt Rachel would be like the one who's like um, handing out the assignments, right? Yes, right. Yeah. She'd be serv- She'd be she'd be running the show from a secret basement in Rachel's
2: place. <laughs> um, It'll be freaking slick, man. And then of course, little like Richie would be like kind of helping out around, helping <laughs> her out. You know as she's doing her thing. Like God, Urkel, you're gonna give me a you're gonna give me a migraine here, Steve. I told you, I told you, oh, rescue okay. the hostages, mm-hmm. not do thousands of damage, dollars in damage to the property. <laughs> Jesus,
1: <laughs> I can't afford to keep bailing you guys out. <laughs> <What's that? laughs> Carl? We told you to take down the Urkel bot, and you took down half a city block.
2: Well, if you wanted me to be more careful, you shouldn't have given me such awesome firearms to play
1: with. I mean, jeez. Oh, Carl, we can't stay mad at you. So, who was who was the um uh, the one the one actress the character who was in there like really short like briefly? Oh, the, the the missing child. The missing child. Oh, that was Judy. Judy. So she she dies in like the second episode,
2: pretty much, and then they all forget she existed by the third.
1: So in this um, imaginary buddy cop like maybe superhero type drama that we're creating out of Family Matters, we're, we're actually writing her off and just not just dismissing her entirely from the show. <laughs> she actually gets written off. <laughs> we so actually write her off, yeah.
2: So we're actually going to actually have that the characters remember her then as a reason for revenge?
1: Yo, you maybe. kill Judy. Give her a purpose. Yeah, but not, yeah, not like Meg from like Family Guy where everyone just writes her off and makes fun of her. Oh, like, no,
2: you don't make fun of
1: Judy. No, you don't. She had a
2: tragic past. So we got to give her some credit here. And, All right, I like that. Yeah, we got to give her credit for our show.
1: Okay, um, back to 90s games. How about I go into the Sega Genesis? Perfect Strangers game. Good <laughs> idea. Have you played the Perfect Strangers Flash game? That exists. It's a weird, like, endless runner where your are Balky Bartakamu's... Are what? you running to me, You're running through his dreams, and you're—it's like it's all—it's all, it's, it's, you're standing tall on the wings of his dreams. Oh, that's
2: awesome sounding. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll link. Is causing Larry involved in some way? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's just Balky. Just Balky. Just he's Well, he's the one that mattered. So
1: yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, my my track is from the Sega Genesis. It's from the game Ernest Evans. It's one of my backups, actually, from our focus on Motoy Sakuraba. So the composer is Motoy Sakuraba, and. This is, do I have a, is there a title? No, it's just the opening music to the game Ernest Evans. This is the opening theme to Ernest Evans for the Sega Genesis by Matoi Sakuraba. And um, yeah, right after the song ends, that's when the game goes downhill. Once you hit that start button, don't think you're going to have as much fun as you were when you're listening to the intro theme to this one. It's
2: kind of funny too, because it was a Sega CD game, and there were a lot of Sega CD games that had that exact problem. I thought this
1: was just Sega Genesis. No, I looked. They had to take a CD version too, I believe. Oh, okay. So yeah, it was like a they used like a weird like physics thing that they similar physics thing they used in um, Castlevania. Oh, hold on, this is the best part. As you know, I think you're right. It is only Mega Mega Drive, but no, it was a Mega
2: CD game. I was oh, okay. right. Okay.
1: Yeah, it was this section here that made me like stop and go back, and then be like, wow, this is way better than the game.
2: Yeah, because like this game, the intro is one of those like anime themes, because back. Again, like during the Sega CD, Turbo Duo, Red Book Audio era, they became, they were really into the idea of giving all these games anime intros because they could now. So this game had the whole Adventurer screen white. I'm going to the ground. And it does all that stuff that gets you hyped for the product, especially yeah. with this new technology. And but, then you push start, you're like, what the hell did I buy?" But
1: it's using that awesome, like, classic Genesis sound. I mm-hmm. wow, love that sound. I mean, I don't know. It just sounds so awesome to me. It's so, like, rich. And, like, the bass is so deep. It's got that cool, like, synthy slap bass. I have to concur
2: with that. I think cause I know, like, um, there were a number of tracks on like Kid Chameleon that put that to get used to, oh, totally. and that's
1: why I most remember Kid it. Kid Chameleon's pretty fantastic. But I mean, like again, like, we're talking about Motoi Sakuraba here. Like, like in, uh, the Lo- Go back to the Looney Tunes episode and listen to that Daffy Duck track by Matt Furness. That just sounds incredible.
2: Yeah, they, they did good work with Genesis hardware with these tunes. And Motoi, let's be realistic here. You really can't go wrong with anything this man does. Yeah, you like, really can't.
1: Like I, it's it's always it's I really admire like great video game music composers, but then when you really hear like fantastic like Genesis composers, like it's just it's over for me. I love it. Mm. All right, so let's um let's bring this music down. Sorry, you're such a bad game, instead. Edmund. Oh, sorry about that, guys. <laughs> All the way down. Way and now, down. <laughs> now I like that. Way down now it is time for the bonus round bonus round this is the uh the part of the show which we actually haven't had this part of the show in about two episodes can you believe
2: that just worked out that way it's kind of weird i guess because the the topics didn't really make room for it
1: yeah this is the part of the show where we have covers or remixes within theme of the show we try to showcase some of our favorite like cover bands remix artists that we like and um play them here and and just showcase them and and uh give as much information about the artists as we can. And of course, we try to fit it within the theme as best as possible. So every once in a while, like I think the Looney Tunes was, like, was exactly why we didn't do it then. Yeah, Looney Tunes was pretty rough. Um, the Kingdom Hearts, I think we just, we had, we had a little, he uh, had a guest, so it was a little different. Yeah, time wasn't there yeah, for Yeah, time it. wasn't there. We did play a remix at the end. Um, go back in the background of that one, and we linked to their, um, to DJ Joe's um, SoundCloud page. So that's really great. But we're talking about intro themes. So what do you got for us, now? Well... I w- had to come up with a remix
2: for one of the penultimate NES intros mm. for a game, which was... Battletoads. Go to hell, you. Um, who framed Roger Rabbit? Better. <laughs> Am I getting better? <laughs> getting better. Um, no, this game, of course, is Mega Man 3. Mm. The game with the intro, so good and lengthy that you'll probably never hear it unless someone told you to not press start.
1: Um, <laughs> but everybody... Not press start to this song. I don't Ever. know. I
2: didn't know this track was even a thing. Really? For years. Because oh, I never man. bothered to wait it up. Because there was, there, was no, there was no intro story that took that track. It was just the intro to the
1: game, then the title screen, and this track was started. It's like, there's nothing to wait for but to press start. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I, I can see what you mean, but this, this song gets me super pumped. Of course. I agree with you.
2: And I could not go without choosing this. So, while we originally were going to go with the Megas... I want to go a little different because we all know who the Megas are. <clears throat> awesome, by the way. Amazing. Awesome. awesome. But yeah, but you found someone different. I sure did. Um, this guy goes by the name, like, I guess I'm not sure if it's pronounced Sanjay or Songay. I think it's a song. He's from France. Or Song. Oh, touche. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm terrible with these things. <laughs> um, but he did a ridiculously slick cover to the Mega Man 3 intro song. So let's check that out. the sound. He has, he plays the guitar sound that I wish I could get off my butt and pick up my dusty
1: guitar and <laughs> learn
2: how to play.
1: Yeah, that that guy's got some... Yeah, so that was uh, Mega Man 3 intro by Song Le Revers. Um, yeah, fantastic. Really. Um, really something.
2: Yes, it was. Like, I... I was... I was, I was sold. <laughs> I was like, well, this is what I'm going with and no one can stop me. So... I am glad you liked it, too, because why was you be like, man, you should just went with the Megas, man.
1: I know. I was, um, I was thinking about going with the Megas for my pick, um, because like their Mega Man 3 intro, like I was going to pick that Mega Man 3 intro again, because it's just that's their song like really moves me, and they get the crazy lyrics. But I'm glad you found someone else with just some amazing guitar chops, because those are some really fancy, fancy fret work. Yes, he was on point, and uh, our ears were the treat. So as a song, les river, um, a, a Facebook.com slash song. les We'll have his, um, links on our Facebook page and we'll have it on our website. So up next, um, we're going to bring back a return, a star, like a, a guest returning all-star <laughs> rhythm and pixels, all-star. I'm going to get there in the end. <laughs> <laughs> Here's is, some
2: words strung together.
1: Okay. A band that I've just like fallen in love with. It's the lame genie. And this is their cover. I, I, just, I heard this in the car, and I was like, yes, this is going to be on the show. Perfect. This is the theme to Super Tech Mobile by Lame Genie. we are back. That was the lame genie with the super tech mobile theme song. Football, football. I love this so
2: much. And honestly, I almost wish we could outro with it, but it reminds me of the track from a game that someone, it's a game called sports ball, sports ball, sports ball. And there's a song that leads into sports ball about sports ball. And as awesome as this track was or is, that was what came to mind as it play like, like sports ball like
0: football, <laughs> football. Yeah,
1: they're um yeah so check them out um i'll have a link to their bandcamp like all all of their other uh, albums you can get them for free you can give them a little money give them a little money they, these guys are fantastic um and they are all they're recorded really really well like like the the drums and the guitars everything sounds really professional and, um, yeah, they just have a lot of fun with it. On, on this album, which is called um, Throwback Nerds Day, they even cover the, the the DuckTales theme song with the lyrics and everything. It's it's awesome. Well, I might
2: have to listen to more of these guys because this is the second track to has on the show. I like both of
1: them, and this one was really... Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> it was jamming. Yeah, they have a cover of um, Zombies Ate My Neighbors, too. Oh, God! Yeah, I'll send that to you before, before you head out tonight. Yes, you need <laughs> to because... So, Yes. So. Yeah. <laughs> I know you love Zombies at My Neighbors. It's my baby. So it's your jams. Yeah, so for more information on the artists on the bonus round part of our show, check out the website, rhythmandpixels.com. We'll have their uh, links to their SoundClouds, BandCamps, and Facebook pages. Thank you for joining us today on the Rhythm and Pixels video game music podcast. This has been episode 3-9, our focus on title themes, (gasps) opening music, and family matters.
2: Especially family matters. (laughs) (laughs) I like when stuff like that happens, just weird things just pop up in our conversations. That is... Is truly organic.
1: Yeah, this was this was a really fun episode. I really enjoyed list um, uh, picking out tracks for this show, and then at the last minute, going, "Oh, wait a minute! Rival Schools had an awesome song, <laughs> just, <laughs> and then just picking that one.
2: It was just a lot of fun. And honestly, the intros were pretty fun to come up with too. Just by virtue of like thinking, okay, what track would even be both good and encapsulate some aspect of who I am as a person." That was pretty interesting to do So Don't be surprised if that happens again
1: Yeah, I, th- I think we should do more um, Personalized, like, tracks But um, next, episode 3-10 It's episode 30 oh uh, I, I haven't Do you have any idea what we're gonna do?
2: Nary a <laughs> Not an idea it be nice if we could get whip, Try to get wit again but, Yeah, we, mm. might,
1: we might try to get a guest on again um, Again, I'm not sure how it's gonna work out um, and then in a few weeks, uh, Pernell will be at uh, Too Many Games, the video game convention in the Greater Philadelphia area, with Matt Waldron. Doing Purnell and Matt play games live. It should be fun. No, it will be fun. It will
2: be fun. I like the, I like your moxie, I'm, sir. I'm, I feel really positive tonight. It's going to be a blast, <laughs> honestly. It, we're looking forward to it. Yeah, we're, we're going to be. We're going to act like a bunch of fools. And hopefully, in turn, everyone in the audience will also be a bunch of fools. <laughs>
1: and laughter will ensue, and frustration will boil over. I'm sure, I'm sure. I'm hoping um, that some of that gets like recorded, or... Um, oh, we're we'll, recording it. We'll get some audio from that, maybe have that, maybe feature some of that on the show if we're able to. It'd be kind of fun. That'd be pretty cool. And a little crossover type thing. So anyway, next week, next Monday, episode 3-10 of Rhythm and Pixels, a very special Rhythm and Pixels. <laughs> On this very special Rhythm and Pixels,
2: Steve realizes that he might have cancer, but <laughs> oh, he has a way to cure it if he can only figure out how to make his portal device
1: get him to the right dimension to get the ingredients that he needs for his potion. Yeah. And then there's like that bully in school who's like trying to sell him the portal device out of his locker, and but he's and he's like, should I buy it? I don't know, and he buys it, and he's racked with guilt. And he doesn't know what to do, and he goes to his dad, and his dad has his own portal device.
2: Steve has no father on
1: that show. <laughs> what are you talking about? I, I, oh, Steve Urkel.
2: Yes. I, I was. I uh, thought were just coming for something else. I'm going ago. back to the Family Matters, man. I'm still on Family Matters.
1: <laughs> I haven't quite left. I think our next episode we're we'll talk about more about Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Oh, we could do that. We can do that. All right. Um, so we gotta get going. How about that? I don't want to say goodbye. <laughs> You gotta say goodbye uh, I guess we'll see you guys next week see you next week oh hey if you want to contact us we'd love to hear from you we have some of the best fans some of the best listeners in podcast history you can contact us by our email address Pronounce the email
2: address pixels <laughs> at hotmail.com
1: or if you would like more information about the show, want the full uh, track listings and, and information about the artists featured on the show, you can come to our website,
2: rhythmandpixels
1: And, <laughs> and um, if you want to, uh, you know, hit that subscribe button, it would be fantastic for us. Please, if you, just, you'll, you'll hear us every Monday on your uh, on your mo- mo- mobile device unit your or Thingamabobs, your Thingamabobs, yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> you, you get us on iTunes, you get us on Stitcher. Get us on TuneIn Radio. You can get us on Pod Blaster. I'm, I'm making that one up, but <laughs> if, if you Google Rhythm and Pixels, it, we're we're everywhere. Hit check, sub- check us out on Music Cannon. Music <laughs> Cannon. That's <laughs> a, I like that. Um, yeah, so that's it. So um, tune in next week. We'll have a great topic. We'll have some great music. Maybe some great guests. We are the Rhythm and Pixels Video Game Music Podcast. My name is Rob Nichols, and
2: I'm Pernell. Good night. And remember. The world is a stage. Some people are the intro characters, some people are the supporting characters in the main cast, but the most important thing to remember, every cast member is required to put on a good show. Everyone's equally important. And Purnell is the villain. And boy howdy, let me twist his mustache <laughs> real quick. <sighs> <laughs> I will crush your rhythm in pixels world. <laughs> Good night!
1: Carl Winslow.
0: Carl Winslow. Oh, yeah. Carl Winslow. No more.